Okay, before we get this party started, we got to deal with uh, with Stuff? one note with one note that came in. Let me guess: Did it came from Chris Combs, your brother with no relation? No. Did it come That's from Vlad, our man in Liverpool? Yes, it did. I only had two guesses, and I was pretty, well. It could have been Tuck, but that would, we I haven't heard we from must, Tuck again. We in probably a while. offended him. What'd you say? Anyway, but go ahead. I think I called. I said he was dumb and ugly, and his mother dressed him funny. No, that's what you tell me. Oh, yeah, whatever. I kind of get lost in all this. Yeah. In any case... Um, I'm still offended, by the way. <laughs> Patrick hit me up the other day, said, no episode today? And I said, uh, I uploaded it a couple of days ago. Perhaps it didn't propagate into your, you know... Propagate? Yes, we haven't... Oh, we don't God, use you... that word as much as we used So to. you talk like 1920s Brits, right? <laughs> no, this is propagation on the interwebs. Uh-huh. So... Um, so I gave him a link to another, you know, another source for it. I gave him the link to yep. our Anchor FM source. And um, and he said, okay, thanks. And then I get this back in email. Apropos of a couple of stories in there. You remember the lady who got, what was it, an electric bill from Asda that was worth more than her house? And somebody... Yeah, it was like three or $400,000. <laughs> yeah. And somebody said, well, would you like to pay in installments? Uh, <laughs> and then we had... We had the oldest pub in Britain mm-hmm. that was it, that was uh, alive in the 700s. And I said something about, so in the 1700s, Tony said it was 100 years old. And I said, no, no, you're missing a zero. And here this comes from Patrick Reed, our man in Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, Tony Baloney, how old is that pub? Maybe you should get a part-time job in Asda. It's been offered. It involves math, and I can actually do a little. <laughs> As opposed so to I was turned, I was turned down. Yeah. I can't do any. If you're math illiterate, they got you. But if you, <laughs> I think I got like three out of the 140 right, and that's too many. Sorry, you know too much. I think two was the cutoff. <laughs> yeah. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Some items just sort of catapult themselves into the lead story, like on a Delta Airlines flight in November from Syracuse, New York, to Atlanta of Georgia. So the from woman there said, to there. Okay. Well, you're actually going from up here. Where? Oh, yeah, probably here. up here to down here. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Right here. Okay. Give or take. Yeah, yeah. A woman sitting in 13A allegedly tried to breastfeed... Her hairless cat. Oh, my God. Much to the cat's distress. Not to, you know, mention I'm sure the other passengers were pleased as much. Well, I don't know. I'd be taking pictures and sending them everywhere. <laughs> See, that's the difference. You'd be taking pictures. I'd be like, <laughs> I would be a slack-jawed yokel. Local? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm not saying my jaw wouldn't drop, but I would then start thinking we got to have pictures. And then... They have teeth, don't they, hairless cat? Oh, I thought you meant the breasts. Um, No, the cats have the teeth. So you saw that movie too, right? (laughs) Flight attendants repeatedly asked the woman to please return the yelling cat to its kennel and those things back to where they belong. (laughs) And the New York Post reported that she refused. Her shirt was up, damn it, and she was trying to get that cat to latch on. And the cat was screaming for its life, said Ainsley Elizabeth, a flight attendant who was 
was on board during the incident and was probably was she, wishing she could be anywhere else. Was she still laughing when she was giving the quote? Oh, I'm thinking tears had to be rolling by that point. <laughs> now, finally, a message was sent through the aircraft communications addressing and reporting system, commonly called the ACARS. Okay. Because it's so freaking long, you got to go with the letters. It alerted the ground crew in Atlanta that they would need a red coat team to apprehend the woman at the gate. You're saying a red coat team? Yeah, I'm thinking of guys with tall hats and, and no, muzzle loading rifles. Especially trained to handle customer service issues, which now included apparently breastfeeding a cat. cat. Yeah. yeah. It's unclear what happened to the woman or her cat after the flight landed. I have several guesses, all of which include an asylum. <laughs> Probably for both. I mean, that cat was traumatized beyond belief. So he was looking for a dog. Please <laughs> eat me. Just kill me. Do it. Some time ago, a Kennewick, Washington psychologist was accused of being seen naked by visitors to his office complex. Not once, but twice. Washington State Department of Health then charged Richard Ostrom with unprofessional conduct. Good call. Ostrom, who's about 70, shared an office suite with a licensed mental health counselor. The counselor told state officials that she was walking a client to their car when the two saw Ostrom standing naked, with the possible exception of a khaki hat and dress boots, behind a glass door to the suite. Hang on. <laughs> khaki hat and dress boots. Dress boots. Yes. <laughs> A second incident occurred two months later. Ostrom admitted the incident in the Department of Health Examining Board of Psychology. I'm having a hard time even reading this. Filed the charge of unprofessional conduct. Yes, <laughs> you think? He did not immediately respond to a request for comment owing to the fact he still had his pants on. Well, it's happened. The first ever, you know, it had to, right? I mean, I was waiting for it sooner or later. It's got to come around. What comes around comes around. The first ever doping scandal has rocked the world of professional Venetian gondoliers. Yeah, that was pretty much my reaction. Huh? Ronato Busetto has been stripped of his second place award in the September historical regatta and has been banned from competing for more than a year, according to a Daily Mail story. You see, Renato tested positive for Marijuana. Having an engine in his gondola? See, now that's how I would dope it. Exactly. You know, get an engine that takes, I don't know, rocket fuel. I... <laughs> get an electric one so it's quiet. No, I just tested positive for hooch after, oh, after the event. The event was September 4th. October 27th was when Venice's Technical Disciplinary Commission laid out its punishment. Finally got together. They were all busy kind of. Marijuana has rocked the world of professional Venetian gondoliers. Somebody is either way cleaner than any other human being in history, or others aren't paying attention. Right. Well, also, and if the guy was high, that's probably why he came in second. <laughs> he didn't win anything. Why? He was having a good time. All he wanted was a cookie and a nap. A Melomar. <laughs> Boy, that dates us, doesn't it? Sorry. Sorry. In Derbyshire, 
is it Derbyshire? Because I would say Derbyshire, because Shire just sounds cooler. However, you would actually like. be Derbyshire, wouldn't it? I I'm pretty sure. Glad help me out here in Derbyshire, <laughs> England, because only where else? Anyway, police are hunting down a 36 year old suspect in a string of thefts. When they came across him trying unsuccessfully to hide in a closet under a blanket and his feet were sticking out the bottom. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out and live here and say at that point, even the mirror reporter had to look and go, no, I spy no. with my little eye. Yeah. Two tootsies. <laughs> The police department posted photos of the incident on Facebook. Uh, Sergeant Taj Nazir quipped, if you run from police, you will only go to jail tired. But in this case, at least he had his blanket ready. Exactly. <laughs> Dude. Oh. <laughs> I we just only... love that. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.